And before we get started in the podcast, I wanted to share this because I feel like it's so important. Don't go seeking what you are wishing to manifest. Because when you go seeking, you find all the things that you don't want. (laughs) And I mean this from a relationship point of view. So take what you will, leave what you won't. And I hope that that can nourish you. Hello, hello, and welcome to or welcome back to the Purposely Venting Podcast. My name is Tony, and on this podcast, we believe that through the process of talking aloud, we are able to understand what needs to be understood and to uncover what needs uncovering. It's also my belief on this podcast that there is nothing I can do to tell you how to live your life. It's your responsibility to make those decisions, to seek with curiosity and an open mind the things that you want, you know, and take and choose whatever according to your inner voice, your inner knowing. But yes, (laughs) I feel like every time I say that part, I'm always like long winded on it, but I feel like you get the point. Um, this week was a long week. No, it was a good, it was a good weekend. I want to, I want to say that every podcast, this is a very good weekend. I really enjoyed myself, had my work party. That was really nice. And I got to spend time with my kids. That was also very nice. I just had a really good weekend. You know, I was doing some thinking like, Dang, you know, there's a, a um, what's that called? A book in the Bible, Ecclesiastes, where Solomon just kind of goes on like life is meaningless. And I was thinking about that today. I'm like, you know, what? life is very meaningless. Like, but it's like in those present moments, like brushing your teeth becomes meaningful because you're brushing your teeth. That sounds so strange, but I hope that you can catch my drift on that. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But I do have a Instagram now. I'm currently on Instagram. Yes, yes, finally. My Instagram name is Tony, T-O-N-I dot purposely dot living. And yeah, you can follow me there if you so choose. Um, Before we get into the podcast today, we're going to start with the affirmation. The affirmation for this week is I am present and I am aware. I am present and I am aware. And you can, I feel like any affirmation that I give you, you can add on to it. You know, I am present and I'm aware. And that is meaning that we're, we're fearlessly, we're courageously coming into the present moment and we're, we're being in this space in this time. We're not in the future. We're not in the past. We're in this present moment and we're living our lives. (sighs) Yes. And also what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for a lot of things. I got to say on the the present thing, I'm very grateful that life is kind of like, this is it, like this moment. Like, and if you're not careful, you'll pass something by. Like, I'm very grateful to be present and just to be practicing being in the present moment because it so matters. Like, it so matters. So, yes, practice being in the present moment and I'm been doing that quite well, actually very grateful for that. So yes, without further ado, let's get into the podcast. So it is always darkest before the sun dawns, before the dawn. You hear that a lot um, when people tell you about certain instances of things that they're going through, but I can be somebody who can attest to that because I'm like, damn, because I was going through a really hard time with this one, but it didn't come easy. I'll tell you that. So Growing up, 
in any type of dysfunctional home or having any type of dysfunction in your life to where you felt you were unworthy or you were proved to be, you were proved to be unworthy by your peers, by those people who were supposed to love you. It could be a parent, it could be a guardian, it could be a cousin, it could be a grandma, it could be any type of relative, friendship, romantic relationship, even in your 20s. If you live through certain experiences, most especially if you're constantly living through those experiences and those are the only ones that you can put at the forefront of your mind from when you were smaller, then you will have this sense of unworthiness. So there's no amount of affirmations that can point you to the pattern, this big ass loop that's probably going on that's not in your conscious awareness because it's been going on for so long, it's kind of like second nature. So my backstory, (laughs) and I love to give my backstory because why not? You know, we relate not by me telling you what to do or telling you this and that. You relate to me by seeing your yourself in my story or having relating those two so that you can see like, okay, there's hope or, oh man, somebody else has that thing too. So my backstory is I grew up in a household of eight children, including myself and made eight. And I had a stepdad and I had a mom and my dad was not around. My mom had more children, my stepdad. Um, they had three children of their own. And then I had an older brother who had his own dad and then me and my four siblings, me being the oldest of the four, having our own dad. So when my mom and my dad separated and they went their own ways, we had to be in two families or my my parents were building two additional families of their own with new people. So that left me with a big scar of not feeling like I was there. Like my mom was busy with her new family. My dad was busy with this new family and it was just me. Like my brothers had themselves. My cousin at the time who was living with us, she had whatever she was doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. The list goes on and on. Fast forward that going into high school and me being made fun of, uh, junior high, me being made fun of, me being picked on, bullied. Um, Fast forward that to relationships where I felt so inadequate. Fast forward that to a marriage where I was in um, with the person who I love dearly, but there was nothing I can do to satisfy this person. Even if, even if I went to the Himalayas to go get this man a blue flower, it will not be enough for him. So I'm a person who has dealt with a lot a lot of feeling unworthy, a lot of unworthiness, a lot of I am not worthy type of feelings. And these are not things that I'm saying to myself per se, but these are experiences that I'm living that are proving to me that I'm not worthy because as a child grows up, what does a child do? A child looks out to his or her environment to seek validation Um, to see, okay, am I good enough? Am I seen? Am I lovable? Am I chosen? And those things were not given. And then fast forward that into my adulthood, those things were not given. I was with someone who probably shouldn't have had a relationship because he was dealing with his own things. And he'll, you know, he'll tell you the same thing. But these things have reinforced a certain type of belief and a certain type of pattern within me that has carried me for 33 years. And I just barely, I was a day years old. When I realized it, I was in my group and somebody was talking and I was like, why the fuck is she in this relationship or why is she dealing with this situation trying to like get different tactics to be in this situation? Fuck that situation. Leave that situation alone. Like, why are you still in that situation trying to make it work? And then it dawned on me. Whoa. 
I do that all the time. I'll take a dysfunctional situation and I'll try to fit my ass up in the dysfunctional situation and try to make it better. So I try to correct my own self thinking, oh, Tony, you're the problem. When in reality, I'm probably not the problem. Maybe be a part of the problem if we all, you know, we can be honest. We, we smell our own self a little bit less than we smell other people's shit. But when I tell you the amount of anger that I had going into my meeting was completely and totally like, oh my gosh, like, cause I was like, man, I'm about to give up. I'm tired. And I felt like I've just been remaining so steadfast, but I just don't understand I really don't understand why life is panning out the way that it pans out. I go to the gym. I eat healthy. I meditate. I'm very spiritual. I keep a clean house. I'm organized. I make good money. What's wrong with me? Why can't I seem to get this shit right? <laughs> and it, I, it hit me right there like, ma'am, this whole time, even though you've recited all these affirmations, I am worthy. I am enough. You have been living as if you are not worthy and you have been living like you are not enough. Um, and this is because I've tried to fix myself or fix what's going on with me so that I can be good enough for somebody else. And I know my ladies and my, my men, if they listen in, they relate to this. I know you have to relate to this. This is not any type of noise that I'm making that it makes no sense. This is very relatable information. How many times do you go out your way to make sure you good to make sure you're good enough for somebody who's not good enough for themselves. Because if they were good enough for themselves, they wouldn't be complaining about what you got going on. Like I know someone and I hate to put them on blast, but husband is definitely somebody I'm like, damn, like I learned a lot of my lessons from you. This man will complain even to this day, even though we're not together, he will still complain about what I'm doing. Like, you don't even have your own life together, but you complaining. But this is what I dealt with. You know what I mean? Like no shade to him. That's, that's my man's like, that's my friend now. But I was trying to accommodate his interests and everything, but he could never be settled. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Why won't you love me? And that's such a childlike mind. Toxic kind, you know, as it moves into adulthood, but such a child gentle mind. Like I just want to be loved, you know? And that's what has, you know, I would say me and a lot of people feeling like we have to go and create this better image of ourselves so that we can be acceptable to somebody. But I will say this too, being in relationships, being in relationships with someone, what I've learned and what I'm starting to uncover is like, we all got bullshit. Like we all got shit that's attached to us. There is nobody in this world that can go into a relationship and just be steady. Oh, I'm good. I'm all that. Everything is fine over here. No, it doesn't exist. And that's because you're human. Like you're a human having a human experience. You are going to go into a relationship with your good and your bad. If somebody doesn't accept you at your worst or somebody doesn't accept you when you go into a problem and they ghost you or leave, that person's not for you. You cannot be with somebody just because things are good. Like it doesn't exist. And that, I feel like that's even another thing I should talk about as far as in the dating world. Like the dating world is just so delusional. You cannot be perfect for somebody. And when, some, when, when you get into arguments or you get into disagreements, that's okay. That's okay. Like that's the whole experience. Like you have to give yourself grace and you have to give the other person grace because you're not perfect. And if you were, you wouldn't be living on planet earth. You'll be somewhere in heavens, you know, in the heavens with God. Um, but that is the lesson right there. Like there, I, I'm going to get into a relationship and I'm going to mess up. 
period, point blank. And it's not about that. It's about finding somebody who's going to, you know, who's going to be around even when the, the ship sinks, even when it goes down for better or for worse. But everybody's so for better or for better. Like it's this delusion that you can just go out here and find somebody better, but you're going to be hopping from relationship to relationship, situation to situation. If you keep this toxic mindset of thinking like everything's supposed to be good and we're not supposed to have any problems because the problems is what help you to coordinate and to understand and to simplify the things that you want. It's help. It's there to help you understand what you want, the things that you need to keep and the things that you need to let go. You know what I mean? So I am coming out of this delusional mind state or just recognizing my pattern, if you will. And I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to recognize this pattern because I'll be damned if I go into another situation with anybody else trying to be perfect or trying to be everything and, and every for everyone because that, that, that's not realistic. That's not how it works. I'm going to do something that's going to piss you off. You're going to do something that's going to piss me off. And that's okay because we're humans and that's the whole thing. The whole nature of a relationship between a man and a woman is to like a symbolization of Christ and his love for the church. Like I'm not religious, but it's, it's as Christ and his love for the church. Even though the church continues to cheat on Christ, Christ still there. It's unconditional love, unconditional love. And a lot of us don't even have that for ourselves, me included. I'm with y'all. You know what I mean? I don't even have an unconditional love for myself because I'll be ready to leave myself alone too. I'll be like, you know what, girl, I'm done with you. But I can't go nowhere because I'm with myself. But that's what a relationship is supposed to represent. Even at your, even in your worst and even at your worst and even when you look your worst, I'm still here with you. We in this together. We a team. And that's what's missing. You know, that's the missing piece. So all of these relationships where you're trying to be with somebody or you're trying to like prove your worth, dead it. It's not for you. And if they playing that game with you, dead it right now today because you're going to do something to mess up and they're going to look at you and they're going to threaten to leave. But that's not that's not a good partner if they're trying to leave you just because you make a mistake. Obviously, you can't keep making that mistake over and over and over and expecting that person to take it. No, relationship is about compromise, correction, and growth. You know, you got to keep compromising, correcting, and growing together um, and not not letting it be one-sided. But I'm learning a lot of this. You know, I'm learning, I'm learning my fair share of things. And I just really had to come home and talk about this because I knew I was going to forget about it or it's going to be watered down throughout the week. And I knew it was that is most potent right now, potent right now. So I wanted to give it to you all. Um, it sucks that I have to wait until Monday to post this, but <sighs> what else? We're going to wait. We're going to listen to it. We're going to perfect it. But yes, thank you so much for listening. I really, really do appreciate you coming here and listening to my podcast. Even if you made it this far, I just really, really appreciate that. And I hope that you can join me for the next one because I know it's going to be fire. I know it's going to be fire. But that is all for now. I hope you have a great rest of your week and happy Monday.